broke into the wrong goddamn rec room, didn't you, you bastard? Welcome, everybody. <clears throat> Hello. Howdy. So this is Josh, and of course... I'm Fish, yeah, of course. Hi. Welcome was, back. Everybody, I know we did like the New Year thing last <clears throat> episode, but I uh, hope everyone's still having a yeah. good 2020. Do I sound distant? I don't know. Do you, Maybe, am I a little closer? Yeah, you can get a little closer if you want. Let me uh, adjust this bad boy. I can turn you up a little bit. It might get you good. I think I was just leaning too far away from it. Hi, everyone. I'm there Fish. I'm back. I, uh... I've been kind of sick this week, man. You have. Think how we have these pop filters on here. I have to spray it down. Yeah, no done. kidding. I mean, I might do that anyway. Yeah, beard hair stuck in the mic. <laughs> uh, did you watch anything, man? I I've just been I know so you've been bed, dying, bedridden, and and dead. I think mostly I just watched a lot of Mystery Science Theater three thousand. You know, while I was sick in bed, eating soup. I think I'm wearing the damn shirt. Too. You are. Uh, and I watched uh, cat videos of of cats that. Um, I learned how to use a, a toilet. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sick. I just wasn't watching my cat videos. I was curious. I was like, can you teach a cat you can. to pee and poop in a yeah. toilet? And sure as shit. And there's like flush and everything. Devices for it, too. So, like, that's. You can, you can, you know, you can train a rabbit to use a litter box. You can hear my dog. Is that what that was? Yeah. It's not a worm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a graboid. Did you watch anything? Uh, I've been catching up on Brooklyn Nine Nine again. Just rewatching that. Uh, started The Mentalist over again. I usually mm. I get like five years. I watch these like The Mentalist. That's, yeah, I, well, I was a magician and mentalist for a while. And oh, okay. I used to watch the show. Isn't and that then, more like a cop show. Yeah, kind of. It's it's good. Okay. Uh, as far as movies, I don't think I've really seen anything worth mentioning. I didn't. I I watched the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh the other day. <laughs> okay, that, that's like a. You're sitting on the couch type of thing. Yeah. Just uh, being bored. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, just watching The um, Mentalist and whatnot. All right. Well, I'm I'm sorry. I'm going to be a little low energy on this one. That's all right. I'll, folks, I'll so, try to uh, be upper energy. Hi, everybody. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do the deep dives like I like to with everything. I just felt like ass. But uh, thankfully, I have seen this movie quite a bit. This is one of those uh, films I watched a lot as a kid. And I don't believe we've even introduced our, our today's episode. We is, haven't. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, we're doing uh, the Creature Feature Tremors from 1990. That's right. This came out in January 19th of 1990, so it's kind of a throwaway film. Yeah, January is always what they call dump months. I don't think... I think we talked about this before. I don't think they do that anymore. No, I think the... Every month's a good month it's now. It's changed a lot. Uh, listening to Unspooled, they make a lot of good points about... Um, how like the mid budget movie is starting to become a thing of the past. Mm. Like movies that are out are either like, you know, high budget like blockbuster or or some other kind of uh, movie where, the, where there's not really like a mid range budget for um, certain types of movies anymore. And things are just changing. I lack the uh, the language right now. Totally, you know. Uh, <laughs> 
He's uh, a, 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 a elaborate on that point. I, I shoved some afrin up a yeah. fish's nose I earlier. Got coffee and donuts in me. I'm doing my best here. <laughs> um, this movie, uh, 1990, one hour, 36 minutes, mm-hmm. uh, seven point one out of ten on IMDb, eighty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. and sixty five percent Metascore. Uh, right. Roger Ebert gave it a three point five out of four, which kind of blew my mind. Thinking like, why would you yeah. like this? He had a pretty good uh, little quote when he was doing it. It, and it, it is true what he said is that um, the 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 horror comedy genre, right? Pretty much, the, he says it, it it walks a fine line, it either falls one way or the other, right? And he said this movie did a good job of walking that tightrope perfectly. Yeah, I think the I watched a lot about the um, the making of this. Uh, it's one thing I did do while while researching this film is uh, I didn't do a lot of reading, but there's a whole ass YouTube channel mm-hmm. dedicated to this movie and its franchise. It's the official channel. And there's lots of videos on there ripped from like previous. Uh, Do you remember re- the name of the channel? Just like, yeah, it's Tremors. Just Tremors on on YouTube. Go to Tremors. Yeah, we were watching something you showed me yesterday. That like they're coming out yeah. with a TV series, or it's already they're, out. Well, or something? that was already canceled. Oh, it was already canceled. <laughs> they, oh. they filmed a pilot and a couple episodes for the Sci-Fi Channel back in 2018, and uh, it, it didn't take off. It didn't take off. No, which uh, was unfortunate. It looks kind of cool, but uh, I mean, the movie series is still going strong. And there's another one in pre-production right now called Tremors Island Fury. Island Fury. So that'll yeah. be Tremors 7? It'll be, yeah, I think so. Something seven. like that? Yeah, all of these, seven. you can watch all of these on Netflix, which I think I said last episode. Yeah. Um, 1990, pretty good year for movies. Home Alone came out. Goodfellas, mm-hmm. Edward Scissorhands. Uh, one of my favorites, Pretty Woman. Okay. Uh, Ninja Turtles, Dick Tracy. And uh, best picture that year was Driving Miss Daisy. All right, so, that's a pretty solid year. Yeah. I mean, aren't they all? They're all pretty good. <laughs> Uh, do you want to just do you want to jump in? I will. I want to talk about the cast and crew. Like Go right ahead. Do, it's, it's actually not a very big cast. There's no. only population of fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, it was directed by Ron Underwood, um, who before this I think just did like some short films and other things. Uh, the movies after Tremors, which I think was his first movie, he did City Slickers, uh, Hearts and Souls with uh, RDJ, a movie called Speechless with Michael Keaton and Gina Davis, Mighty Joe Young. Uh, the Adventures of Pluto Nash and the 2005 uh, Usher vehicle in the mix. <laughs> so pretty different, uh, you know, range throughout. Um, the cast is, uh, as he said, pretty small. We definitely know Kevin Bacon as Val McKee. Um, I didn't write down a lot of notable Kevin Bacon movies. I just wrote down all my favorite Kevin Bacon movies. Yeah. Uh, Mystic River, Hollow Man, X-Men First Class, Sleepers, Apollo 13, Flatliners, Animal House, and A Few Good Men. I know I, I left out Footloose, but... I always forget that he was in First Class. Yeah. He's the, I always forget he's like the he's bad guy in that. Yeah. Hollow Man's a great one. I used to watch the crap out I of love, that in like middle school. Me too, man. That's that's probably definitely like a guilty pleasure movie for me as well. Um and then uh, he stars opposite Fred Ward as Earl Bassett. Now, what's weird is like every movie or every other time this character is mentioned, it's it's Earl Bassett. But on this movie's, uh, you know, uh, the, the credits and yeah, stuff, credits. it says Earl Bass. Oh, but they say Bassett and the other thing. Yeah. So uh, uh, they was said it in later movies. I don't even know if his last name is even mentioned at all in this first movie. I'm not sure. Yeah, it just but usually says Earl. Regardless, he's he's played he's Earl. 
I, um, I like Fred Ward. But I do too. I, the first, I think the first thing I would remember him in would be Escape from Alcatraz. Yeah, with uh, with Clint. That Eastwood. was one of his first movies too. Uh, with and he was also after that he was in uh, Southern Comfort. You ever see that one? I don't think so. That's a pretty cool movie uh, where these like militiamen are down in the bayou like doing drills, and they freak out a bunch of Cajuns who think they're really being shot at. Oh and shit! So they start fucking up these like National Guardsmen's in the swamps because they think they're. You know, out there uh, write that shooting down. at them. Yeah, my dad uh, turned me on to that one when I was a little younger. Southern Comfort, right? Southern Comfort, yeah. yeah. Uh, he was in The Right Stuff. Yeah, The Excellent, Right Stuff. in that yeah. one. That's a great movie. Remo Williams, which you brought up to me the other yeah. day. I wanted, we should do that movie because my dad was like, you should do The Adventures of Remo Williams. I'm like, oh, yeah, we should do that. That's I a think, good one. Yeah, that one's easy to find, too. It's like you can watch it for free on like Voodoo and Crackle and all those other. Yeah, it's got Joel Gray. It's got Wilford Brimley. It's a great movie. Oh, fantastic. Uh, he was in a movie in 93 called Shortcuts. Uh, he was also in Naked Gun, 33 and a third. Uh, Chain Reaction with uh, Keanu Reeves. Uh, he was in the third and very terrible Crow movie, The Crow Salvation. I think he was like a... I've only seen cop. the first one. The second one has its, has its strength. I wasn't even a huge fan of the either. first one. Uh, he was going to hate me for that. Road <laughs> Trip. Well, I mean... He, he, he was in Road around. Trip, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, Joe Dirt. I think he's played his dad, right? And Joe Dirt. I thought Christopher Walken was Joe Dirt's dad. No, that was like his friend. He's like, my friend. It's coming at my friend all wrong. It's wrong town. Do it again. I thought it was his dad because he was like searching no. for his dad or something because his parents left him. That, I, I'm not sure. But it's I been know, a while since I've seen I know that Christopher Walken isn't his father. Okay. He's just that guy. He's like, I'll cut you in the face with a yeah, side iron. Um, and what else? He, oh, last time I saw Fred Ward was in uh, 30 Minutes or Less from about like eight, nine years ago. Remember that one? Mm-mm. Jesse Eisenberg. Um, not a fan of Jesse Eisenberg. Well, he's not the, the fucking main... Well, I guess he is kind of the main star. But there's other people in it who are funny. And, gotcha. and he he's like some elder dude. He's the major. He's a um, war veteran. Anyway, he gets in a fight with... Uh, um, I'm blanking on the <laughs> actor's name. Michael Pena plays the the satanic Hispanic. And he like gets in a fight with him in his home. And they like stab each other. And that's all I remember. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, let's see. Also, Finn Carter uh, is another uh, actress in this movie. She's Rhonda LeBeck. Really didn't have a, a huge movie career, uh, like the likes of Kevin Bacon, at least after this. Uh, before this, she would start in three seasons of uh, As the World Turns. She was in the movie Ghosts of Mississippi. Uh, lots of other TV in the last or last theatrical appearances in 2005. Um, and also last year, in July of 2019, she was arrested in Las Vegas for possessing a stolen vehicle and stolen credit cards, which she was using without the Credit card holders permission, Ooh. which are two felonies. And I think grand larceny as well. So um, I don't know <laughs> where her life is headed right now. But that's, <laughs> that's what happened there. Uh, Michael Gross is also in this. He plays Burt Gummer. Uh, everyone would easily recognize him for being the dad from Family Ties. He was on that for nearly, I think, the, whole, the entire run of the show. He was also in the movie Cool as Ice. Well, if people don't know what Family Ties is, that's basically how Michael J. Fox got his. Start. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to gloss. Right no, over th- that. there's some people that have probably never seen that television show. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I really haven't seen a whole lot of it, but I remember, you know, it being I, on. When it was on. Like that, yeah. yeah, when I was a kid, I was like, whatever, Ninja Turtles. <laughs> um, the Vanilla Ice movie, Cool as Ice, he was actually in that. He was in quite a lot of TV, so I'd be here forever listing all of his his uh, credits in that regard. So some of the cool standouts for me were those. 
<clears throat> it was in Tim and Eric's uh, Billion Dollar Movie as the narrator. Um, he's the only recurring character in everything Tremors. Um, he was even in uh, most recent. It's because I think he's the best character. Oh, yeah. He took to it like he, he loves it, being Burt Gummer. Uh, he's in that Disney Plus movie original, Noel, that just came out. I think that was his most recent one. It's got uh, Bill Hader and... Uh, oh, the Cups lady. Uh, yeah, Ki- Anna Kendrickson. Anna Kendrick, yeah. yeah. Boy, my brain is You're not just firing dead. today. It's, it's like you're me today. <laughs> I'm like... Uh, and he was even in... And, and the only reason I wrote this down is because it, it it's, uh, goes along with our fucking duck theme. It was, it was an animated movie called Quackers. <laughs> as a character called Duckmas. <laughs> And then also some supporting characters. We have Reba McIntyre in her film debut. Victor Wong. Um, well, who, Victor Wong's great. Yeah, I he mean, is it, most I would say most people our age would remember him from the Three Ninja kids. Yes, yes. he's the grandfather. Right. He was also in what? Uh, Happy uh, Days. Uh, Big Trouble in Little China. He was in oh, that. Oh, it's true. Yeah, yeah, he was in that. He's been um, in a bunch of stuff. Happy Days, I think, was like. He, he, that was in Happy Days. He was in Happy Days. He was in Happy Days? Because yeah. Pat Morita was in Happy Days. Oh, was that Pat Morita? Yeah, Pat Morita. Yeah, not Victor Wong. Damn yeah, it. Pat Morita. <laughs> oh. That's all right. Dude, I hate being sick. Ariana <laughs> Richards is also in this. She was in Jurassic Park, the one that... Uh, she plays a little girl, Mindy. Yeah, she's Mindy. Anyway, uh, and this was written by S.S. Wilson, who is essentially the guy who came up with the idea for Tremors. Um, he was also uh, credited for writing Wild Wild West, Hearts and Souls, Ghost Dad, uh, Short Circuit 1 and 2, Batteries Not Included, and he did two episodes of that cartoon series, Mask. Wait, he wrote those? Mm-hmm. All screenplays. Dude, like, Batteries Not Included is a great movie, yeah. and so is Short Circuit 1 and 2. Yeah, I like those too, yeah. The funny thing about Tremors is they never even use that name. In, no, in they the don't. Because that was just a title for the movie. Like the, the other other titles that we're working with were like Dead Silence and Bene- Beneath Perfection. Well, they actually made a movie called Dead Silence. You I know. That yeah, one? eventually. I actually yeah. like that movie. I don't like that movie. <laughs> I actually like that movie. <laughs> and what's weird is uh, James Wan has done better movies than that. Like you know, uh, I think Saw was his first one. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he did Dead Silence, and then he went and he did The Conjuring. The Conjuring was really good. I like Dead Silence because it's not scary. I like it just because it's like oh, it's, it's so far fetched. Yeah. So uh, the movie pretty much opens up uh, with Kevin Bacon pissing off a, a cliff. Yeah. Yep. And um, he's waking up Earl, who's uh, 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 Fred Ward. Fred Ward. I was yep. going to say Burt Ward for some reason. Fred Ward. That's Robin. I know. <laughs> Be a very different movie. <laughs> <laughs> Holy subterranean worms, Batman. Um, Earl's sleeping, and uh, you know he kind of scares him by saying stampede because there's a bunch of cows oh. and shit nearby. Right. I think uh, we, we may have forgotten to mention uh, yeah. what this movie is about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just that, kind of assume everyone's seen the movie. That's important. Well, I, I, I'd like to think a lot of people who you know, consider themselves movie buffs might. Uh, so essentially the movie's about natives of a small isolated town who defend themselves against strange underground creatures which are killing them one by one. And they're giant sandworms that move through the loose soil. The gravel. Yes. Uh, yeah, so he wakes him up, and it's funny when he says Stampede, when the movie opened up, it said Stampede Productions or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's one of the also. entertainment companies, yeah. Um, Production companies. They kind of dick around, like, who's going to make breakfast, because they're basically, they're running fence line. Yeah. Like, they, own, they, they own a company, it's a V and... V and E odd jobs. Odd jobs, so they yeah, kind of... They're a pair of handymen. Yeah. And it's a small town, too, so they just get around by doing, like, local stuff, like, pulling their trash... Yeah, uh, cleaning septic tanks. Yeah, pumping out the shit. Yeah. Uh, but anytime they have to solve something, they do rock, paper, scissors. 
yeah <laughs> type of thing and um so the running fan um and i think you noticed this like at one point you see a, a val um hammering yeah and he like misses it like how many he, times the first like eight times he misses <laughs> until he finally hammers it home and what's great is you can actually see like Fred Ward's reaction to it when he finally like gets it, he looks up at him like, "All right." <laughs> I wonder if that was planned or no. It, was, it wasn't. No. I, I read about that. It wasn't my my notice. I definitely like read about it before. Um, but yeah, that that was one of the like sort of like unintentionally funny moments. Yeah, because I don't think they intended this movie to be uh, funny. funny, but through just the, the chemistry out. they get out of their their actors, it just it came out that way because they're both real smart. This is a super cult classic. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, they they end up finishing up some of their fencing and they're mm-hmm. driving down the road in this like beat up fucking truck, and, and they're the, like, "Who's that?" Yeah, they 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 see a car and they're like, "Oh, there's a new grad student because they're out there, you know, geologists. They're they're, right. in, like, they're in like the Nevada desert with mountains mm-hmm. and stuff like that." And there's literally nobody around. The town is about uh, populated by fourteen, 14 people. Is what it says. So anytime there's somebody new in town, he's like, "Boom!" We, they, and it end, it's a woman. It's a woman. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, Val all, gets real excited. And he's all like, he's like, you will have long, long, or wait, uh, big, big, uh, big tits, blonde hair, but big, beautiful green eyes, eggs that go all the way up, <laughs> and ass that won't quit. And then they roll up. And they roll up and they meet uh, Rhonda, and I have a clip of that. Oh, you do? Okay. I do. Here we go. Hi, I'm Rhonda, Rhonda LeBeck. I'm up here for the semester. Yeah, geography. Geology. Yeah, well, actually, seismology. <laughs> Earthquakes. And you two must be Val and Earl. I've heard all about you. We deny everything. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I've got a question for you. Do you know if anybody's doing any drilling or blasting or anything like that? <laughs> Around here? No, ma'am. Well, I'm supposed to monitor these seismographs. Well, you know, they measure vibrations. Vibrations in the ground. Yeah. Well, I've been getting some really strange readings. I mean, the school's had these machines up here for three years, and we've never recorded anything like this. Well, we'll ask around, uh, you know, see if anyone's heard anything. So, yeah, pretty much you, you kind of find out that the seismographs are going off, and yeah, she's a good-looking chick in this movie. Yeah, but she, uh, Val's disappointed that she's not his picture she's of the big, perfect woman. Yeah, because under his visor, he has, like, pictures yeah, of, like, like, this... seven or different... Seven or eight different girls with the same same look, like yeah. the blonde hair kind of. Yeah, like, what was her name? Tammy Lynn Baker or uh, Tammy Lynn Boyle or something like that. Tammy Lynn Baxter. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, they uh, and as they're driving away, you find out yeah, Val's really picky on the girls and stuff like that because Fred because uh, uh, Earl, I keep saying Fred Earl. Yeah, um, is uh pretty much uh saying yeah, like just fucking she's hot. Why don't you just talk yeah, to yeah, her? Yeah. Like stop. You're he's psyching like, yourself stop, out. Yeah, stop uh, going for the chicks with like little to no brains. He's like, ah, I broke a nail. Can't stand that shit or whatever the fuck he said. And we we, we ride up to uh, the city of perfection. They roll into perfection. <laughs> uh, the sign says population 14. It's got mm-hmm. a bunch of bullet holes in it. It does? Yeah, did you see it? There's like a, like a, like someone hit with a shotgun almost. There's a bunch of pellet holes all through the thing. I did not notice that, but I wouldn't be surprised. A lot of places out that, that far west sometimes do. Uh, we meet Chang. Um, Walter Chang. Walter Chang, who is played He's, by uh, uh, Victor Wong. Victor Wong he sort of runs the general store in the uh, center of town. Um, we meet Bert, Bert uh, and Reba, or well, Bert and Heather. Heather, they're, they're kind of the local uh, doomsday bomb, preppers. Doomsday prep. 
Um, they even when they roll up their license plate says Uzi for you and it has like a free Afghanistan bumper sticker on there. It was very uh, uh there's a kid named Melvin 1980s. that's living there. You never see Melvin's parents. No, you don't. You're supposed I think we're led to believe that his parents just don't give a shit about him and they leave him. And so he's just like that's why he pisses everybody off cuz nobody's there to wrangle him. Um the the seismic reader starts going crazy while um uh, Rhonda. Rhonda's doing her thing. And we kind of get this evil dead ground cam. Yeah. And, and that's the only, it's like stalking. Yeah, it's the only way I can say POV. it. Yeah, and it just kind of like, like really close to the ground. Mm-hmm. And she gets into her car and drives away super safe. So it's like, oh my gosh, she could have almost died. I think the last Evil Dead was only a few years before this. So that could have easily been like a director's nod to, to you know, Sam, Sam Raimi. Yeah. And I know a lot of movies do it because it, it's, so, it's a classic uh, camera trick. Um, you know, and then we get some more bullshit. Earl and Val cleaning out the septic tank. Yeah, at, hey, Melvin, Melvin. you want to give us a hand with some of this? Half yeah. of this shit is yours. <laughs> and it, like, sprays all over them. And yeah, and that's when, like, fuck it. We're getting out of town now. Because they've been, the two of them have been talking over and over again about getting, going to Bixby, I guess. Bixby, yeah, it's like the town the over. The next town over, the biggest town. And uh, they're always, like, like either... Uh, caught by something that they need to take care of or they're convinced one way or another by the townsfolk turn around even one lady on the way on their way out of town was like i need some help it's gonna be a month of work i'll pay well i'll throw in lunches and beer <laughs> and they're like yeah that, that was <gasps> a, a nancy and mindy the, yeah, yeah yeah and they're like fuck that can't, can't believe we turned down, down beer, beer. <laughs> uh, so they're moving away they're like fuck this we're going to yeah. bixby and when they're driving on the road they uh they see a they see someone up in like the the power line, like on the power. Oh, like, oh, the, does I call it a pylon? Yeah, I guess a power. Yeah, I'm not sure. Either. Power pole. It's not a pole. It's like one of those. It's one of those structures that has like four the metal four points. Yeah, that go up. Yeah, and it's a Edgar Deems. Is I think is what they Deems? said. Deems. De- was it Deems? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Um, and they rock paper scissors to go get him down because he's like the local drunk. Yeah. And uh, when they get up there, uh, Val climbs up and realizes that he's dead, mm-hmm. and he's like holding a rifle. Mm-hmm. Um. They go to their local doctor, and the doctor's new in town. He and his wife are just moving. Yeah, in. they're like building their own house right now. And, and he says he died of thirst, right? Yeah, dehydration. And uh, I was wondering about this too because I remember the first time I saw this movie. This is one of those movies I watched r- repeatedly as a mm-hmm. kid. I think I had a babysitter at the time uh, who would come over, and she's like, "I got a buttload of movies over at the next door at, at her house." So we go over there, and she let us choose one, and I saw this one because of the big open maw underneath the three people on the cover, and I was like, let's watch that. So I'm watching it, and we get to this part, and I'm like, is that really true? Like, you can die of dehydration in three days, and so I wouldn't, like, not drink water. <laughs> I kept, I would just <laughs> drink water more because of it. And I guess uh, one can live a bit longer than that, but I guess because this is a dry desert climate. Yeah, right? it could. And he was a drunk. So, so he probably, probably was Already dehydrated. already dehydrated when he got up there. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, then we go, we kind of see this sheep farmer working in a garden, mm-hmm. and uh, the he basically the his oh, sheep are going crazy. Yeah, he gets he gets swallowed. Yeah, the, the sheep go nuts, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And then you can see him just, just disappear go into the earth. Yeah, well, you don't you don't actually really even see uh, that. That's the good part about this shot, like classic monster movies. You don't see it's the like monster Jaws first yeah, for a while, you know. And what's funny is this movie was almost called Land Shark. I think Beneath Perfection would have been better than Tremors, but Tremors is... is oh, is that a title, Beneath Perf- Perfection? Yeah, yeah I think that, that, that would have been better. Uh, anyway, so yeah, you actually just see the man's, like a mid-shot of him, like uh, from the neck up, and then he just disappears below 
the the shot, the frame, and and then later uh, Val and and Earl discover him in a different uh, yeah, position. Seismograph's going off again. Rhonda mm-hmm. sees it going off. She's right, like, but she sees her coming from like two different points. Yeah, in the valley, right. She's like doesn't know run really doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, Earl and Val stop at the farmers. Uh, see, like the sh- the sheep are fucking slaughtered. Yeah, and they're like, "What the hell?" Yeah, and they're like, "Where where Fred or whatever the hell this his is, name is?" This is two incidents on their way out of town so far. Yeah, they just can't seem to leave town. <laughs> and, and they see a hat in the garden, and when they pick up the hat, you just see the guys the, the farmer's face. head. Like, just, is it his face or just his whole his, head? I thought it was just his whole head. I thought it was the front half of his face. It looked that like got his whole head chomped off. Oh, okay, it could be. He's like they're tearing people's faces off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're they're cutting people's heads off. And, and then um, they're still trying to leave town. They're like, "Fuck this, we gotta go." Uh, and and they they run into two road workers, and they're like, "You guys gotta get the hell out of yeah, here." Yeah, there's a fucking murder on the loose. Murder on the loose. He's tearing he's tearing people's faces off. <laughs> he's like, "They're pulling our chain." Yeah, and they're and the construction workers they're like jackhammering and shit. They're, um, they're breaking up the road to do some repairs on the uh, on the asphalt. And, uh, well, they, they, they go to Walters, and they're like, there's a fucking murder on the loose. Yeah. And they try to use the phone, but the phone line's dead. They're like, what the fuck? You can know, never reach out. Yeah, Couldn't reach out. And then, yeah, well, uh, and, then, and then that's when the construction workers die, is like right after that. Well, I think they find out about the phone because not only were there road workers, but there was also like linemen out yeah, there linemen, as well yeah. doing work. And so all these, this perfect shitstorm of events that came together. Uh, when the guy's like doing the the jackhammering mm-hmm. and the thing, it like grabs the jackhammer and you see the jackhammer like go under the ground and then like, yeah, like shoot far away and then it drags the dude because his leg got caught. Oh in, yeah, like, he gets the, caught in the the, uh, the cord and then you know rocks fall and and that's what seals off the road too because they yeah they do go back to Walters they tell everybody what they've seen they're like well you got to get to got to get to Bixby you got to get get some cops and some police over here or something and I wondered okay if the t- town is that small why not, why isn't there like a sheriff in town, yeah, I don't understand. Or if maybe it's maybe it's just maybe it's really not county? a town. Maybe it's I mean well, it says the town of perfection, but it, it says could, the city of perfection. In fact, <laughs> maybe it's so small they don't need one. Yeah, because well, it's uh, probably like a local borough or or county, something like, like that. Uh, but there's so maybe like a ranger that drives by. Yeah, or, it's like that. I, I you know I I'm a, based on my experience living in Alaska. The, they don't really have counties in Alaska. They mm-hmm. have, they, they call them boroughs. They're like these you know bigger areas. And in places like Copper Center, where I was, um, where I stayed and worked for a couple summers, there's a town of about 300 people, um, which isn't a lot either. Uh, and but there was no like sheriff or or uh, you know uh, local police law officers. enforcement. So you yeah, had, you had deputies that patrolled like 200 some odd miles of road up and down. They're so kind of like a highway patrol. Probably, type of yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's it's hard to get somebody out there, so you gotta survive on your own when val and earl try to to go back out they realize that all the construction workers are dead mm-hmm. and so they do like they threw a little three-point turn but they hit the side of like the the wall or something like yeah the rock, they hit, like, like a the, rock edge yeah or and they get, they get like stuck and they're like you, mm-hmm. you're gonna break the clutch he's like you're, you're hung up he's like no i'm not <laughs> so they finally get away and when they get back to the um to walters everybody's pretty much there and uh, they realize that they weren't hung up there was something attached to their vehicle mm-hmm. and i have a little clip of that Hey, it must have grabbed us. That's why the truck stalled out. Next time I tell you I'm not hung up. Hey, wait, this stalled out your truck? You have to be one strong son of a bitch. Thanks, too. I'll give you boys five dollars for this. Twenty. Okay, ten. Fifteen. 
Okay, 15. Damn right, 15. I don't believe you guys. Could be a snake. Some kind of mutation. Yeah. Whatever it is, just one of these could need upgrading this old flock of sheep. So you think there are more of them out there? You know what else I really like about this movie mm. is uh, I think it's it's definitely a kind of a western. Yeah, the music. Is... Yeah, there was a, I guess there were, there were two composers on this. Um, there was originally one guy who did a lot of the the westerny twangy stuff we hear, like at the beginning. Yeah, the more upbeat stuff was from him, but the more brooding and, and orchestral, like scary score was done by another guy who I think actually did get the credit. Um, so there was like I think there was some kind of dispute between the two who contributed to the soundtrack. Because I don't think the soundtrack was actually officially released until 2000. Oh, wow. Or something like that, the way, the way I read it. To see who gets the money for all those sales. I, so. I, I, didn't, I didn't go that deep again on it either because I was so hopped up on NyQuil. Uh, we, we, uh, but we, something to that effect, yeah. We, we go back, and it's nighttime, and we, we're, we're back at the doctor's house and his wife, and they're kind of sitting on the back of their station wagon. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they're building a house. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we got to go to Big Speed tomorrow to pick up cement blocks. Cement and, oh, God blocks, damn it. And, yeah. And then the, the generator cuts out. Because remember, they're in the middle of nowhere. There's no mm-hmm. power right now. Mm-hmm. The generator cuts out, and they realize the generator is gone. It's like underground, yeah. right? So he's like trying to pull the uh, the power cable, mm-hmm. and it's just the cord. Yeah. Cord's gone, and then uh, the generator gets spit out underground, yeah, yeah. shoots out, lands, and, and then they're like uh, now they're spooked, and they're like we got yeah, what's going on? And then the doctor gets fucking swallowed. He's screaming, "Ah, save yeah. me!" And yeah. she, the wife's freaking out, so she runs into the car. Yeah, <laughs> shuts all the doors, and then the snake tentacle things start yeah, hitting like, the car. They're like uh, attacking the window and and uh, trying to you know figure out the way. Airplane. Oh, oh no, I don't know. Big car. Wow. They, the people listening probably can't hear that. But no, someone's I just heard a wild like uh, <laughs> wild sound. <laughs> so uh, the the sort the animal is sort of like testing like what what it's feeling the weak spots or yeah. whatever, and it sucks the whole fucking station wagon. Yeah, it just creates like a, a a hole under the ground because they can like burrow and dig and like create traps and bring things down. Isn't there a type of ant that does that? Like a, a some kind of uh, a insect that creates like a like a like a sand trap that pulls its prey in. Oh, it's uh they eat ants. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's I not think, an ant. It's no, another, it's like it's, a beetle or something. I, I used to dig them up. It, or if you ever played <laughs> Ant Sim back in the day. No, I Sim didn't. Ant. That's what it's called. Sim Ant. Sim Ant. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was really there's a computer game where you were like you were a little ant. And you had to like build an ant farm. An ant farm, pretty much. And yeah, these there's. I forget what they're called, but yeah, they, they create like a little volcano type looking yeah, thing. Yeah, the ants yeah. fall in and then it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I think about that uh, when I think of this animal and also the sarlacc. It's like a more yeah. mobile sarlacc. And um, uh, yeah, so and it, the fucking thing, the the whole She car sucks the car in. I wonder, I wonder if she died then from being, you know, suffocated by the, the press of the sand. She was there all day pretty much. Maybe. Yeah, or or they yeah. broke through the windows yeah. and ate her. There was an original effect where they were going to have her climb out of the car and stand on top of it and then get buried in the sand that <laughs> uh, way. But they couldn't accomplish a shot, and then they ran out of daylight for the shooting, so they yeah. just did that thing where the, where the lights like tip up. And then after this horrible death scene, we, yeah. we, we go back to Walter's general store, and mm-hmm. he's... The, the, the tentacle arm snake thing he is now taking photos of with all the kids. He's mm-hmm. like, Mindy, wrap it around your legs or wrap it around and have a good time. Smile. Yeah. 
because he wants to make money off of it. So when people come into town, he can. Yeah, and then they st- is this he's also starts like brainstorming of what to call these creatures. Yeah, because they say he's like something, and then they say graboid. Graboid at and one then, point, and then that's what they're called now. And that's eventually, yeah, the one that takes hold. These things are called graboids. Uh, the the gang is trying to figure out a way to call. Uh, the, yeah, they're trying feet. to call for help outside of the valley because everyone's truck is is fucked off, or or the roads blocked. The and, roads blocked, and they're thinking maybe we could take the old jeep trail. Well, they ended up they ended up uh, get some horses. So yeah, so Walter's got a couple horses, and everyone's like, "That's a good idea. It's a good idea. Who's best on a horse?" <laughs> yeah, and Bert and Heather say they're gonna go find uh, the the student. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then Melvin. Melvin, the little fucking yeah, shithead, he, he does a prank where he's ah! screaming, boy who cried wolf type of thing, and he yeah. comes out with the, the tentacle around <laughs> him, and, you know, of course, Val and Earl are like, you know, we're gonna fucking... I think that was the next day, like, when they when they get ready to leave, because they're getting suited up on the horses, and uh, and that's when Melvin does that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, this is one of the lines I remember from when I was a kid, I don't know why it stuck with me for so long, but it was when uh, Walter comes up, and he's like... Hey, hey, Earl, I got some Swiss cheese and some bullets. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he's, he says pick up Swiss cheese and bullets while you're no, in Dixie. No, no, he says, here, here's some Swiss cheese and some bullets. Oh, I thought he said go. I thought, no. he, I thought he said to pick up Swiss cheese and bullets no. for some reason. <laughs> I, that's, it's one of those lines that stuck in my in my brain since I was a kid. And uh, the Val and Earl, they end up going to the doctors, uh-huh. and uh, they can't find them. They don't yeah, know where the hell like, they are. The car's gone. Maybe they already went to Bixby because yeah, they, they, they knew they were well, on their way Where too. are the golden oldies coming from? Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they realize the car has been buried underneath. They uncover the grill of the car of and the they're Ford, like, fucking. Yeah. And then the next, it's a it's a smash cut to them on horseback fucking charging through the desert. Like, we got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, then the horses freak out. They buck off Val and Earl mm-hmm. and the horses end up getting eaten. Yeah, well, they they, they see one of the, the tentacle um, mandible uh Thingies, yeah. pieces come out and it's wrapped around the horse because by this point they only think that they're just snake, giant snake snakes, creatures. Yeah. And it's and there's like, where the hell did it come from? And as soon as he sees one, it withdraw from off the horse. It yeah. sees it slide back well, underground. That's when like, we get this little... That's how they get you. They're under the goddamn ground. So yeah, that's when they figure out, yeah, they're under the goddamn that's right, ground. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and get this one out of the way. And we finally see our sandworm. So go to town, Mr. So Fish. You see a sandworm, and uh, this, like other films, is a is a is a new take on the sandworm mythology. Uh, and and just like other sandworms of of uh, notability, um, these operate based on sound. And in Frank Herbert's classic science fiction novel Dune, the giant sandworms of the planet Arrakis are eyeless creatures that burrow through the deserts and also attack rhythmic vibrations. And so really that's kind of where the similarities end for the most part. Uh, the, the sandworms of Arrakis, uh, Shai Hulud, as he's called, they also have a, like a specific life cycle like the graboids, but they don't ever become like bipedal or fly. Um, and it's really where the similarities end, but I've always really enjoyed this movie uh, because of how much it reminds me of Dune. And I actually saw and knew about this well before Dune. Mm. So when I first came to Dune, I was like, oh, shit, Graboids. Um, and, and there haven't really been too many other sandworms in, in, uh, in movies. We, there's plenty of movies with giant worms, but not too many with sandworms. And I think the only one I can think of are the, sand, are the Saturn sandworm, sandworms from Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's really about it. That's about it, yeah. And even in the first movie, you don't you only see yeah. it like once. There was a really bad low-budget movie, Monster Flick, that came out, I want to say, last year called Sand Serpents. 
um, which is just about these giant, basically sandworms that just come up and <laughs> just eat people, and they're really bad. And then there's this. I, I want to say that the sandworm myth itself may come in part from the Mongolian deathworm, which is a real thing or reputed to be a real thing, um, allegedly. But uh, and then there was also a really bad movie called Mongolian Deathworm. I think with Sean Patrick Flannery. It looked like him anyway. With these really terrible CG worms. In fact, I saw a clip of it. There's a shot where this guy is shooting up at one. And it is crouched over him. It shoots down this thing which grabs his head. And the shot cuts real quick. And then when he, when the animal raises back up with the body in his mouth, the, the t-shirt and, and pants have changed color from the... <laughs> From, from the, the person he was who was wearing. attacked, yeah, just so that it could be CGI with the rest. It was really bad. So um, if you can think of uh, any of your favorite giant worms in movies uh, or worms in general, uh, drop us a line on our social media and we'll talk more about that. They figure out that it's the sandworm. They start running. They're like, run! And they see kind of a uh, an irrigation ravine, yeah, pretty much, which has <clears> cement like a, on both sides. They like a man-made canal. Yeah, they jump into the canal and... Uh, the sandworm hits the cement mm -hmm. really hard, and I have a little clip that of that. It makes a squeal. I love this part. Here we go. This clip's uh, not very long, but it's here. Here we go. Knocked itself cold. Cold my ass. He's dead. We killed him. We killed it. Fuck you! <laughs> Hey guys, what's going on? Did you notice anything weird a minute ago? I mean, it just happened. What's that? All right, together. One, two, three. <gasps> Jesus Christ. Smell like that because it's dead? <sighs> I don't see any eyes. Must be totally subterranean. And those tentacles. Yeah. You know, I think they shoot right out of its mouth. And they hook you. And they pull you right in. Good thing we stopped before it killed anybody else. Look, this is important, you know. This is like, well, let's just say it. This is probably the biggest zoological discovery of the century. Hey! Hey, check this out! I found the ass in! <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, this and the uh, the rec room scene. I think are the two my two favorite the parts SM. of the whole movie. So I, again, I remember watching this. This I remember laughing hysterically when I was a kid when he yeah. goes "fuck you," and uh, I just loved it. Uh, during they did test screenings. Um, during when when they were uh, originally working on this film, I, I saw this in an interview with uh, I think either the writer or the director, and they uh, they did test screenings and they had a group of like you know twenty something uh, young males in the audience. A lot of them he said had long hair, tattoos, and wearing Metallica shirts, and uh, they they added the effects with the slime coming off of the creature because I guess before they would just hit it with some glossy 
spray that would make it give it a sort of a, a shimmer, a shimmer like yeah. a varnish or a nail polish, and it didn't go over well with audiences. So they added a lot of the slime and the goop. And so I, I, I guess, e, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I guess you know, slime saves everything. You got a lot of whoops and cheers right, from the audience. If you're gonna squish a, a worm, you know, it's gonna be right, right, <laughs> right, totally. And you know what else I noticed listening to this clip? I didn't ever appreciate the sound design on this movie. Yeah, it's right. Really good. You can hear the the flies buzzing around and yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, they. Val and Earl are kind of like, do you have much money we're going to make off of this? And yeah. it's like, you know, uh, Chang ain't going to give us, Walter's not going to give us $15. No 15 bucks for this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they're trying to figure it out. And then they, they realize, uh, uh, Rhonda realizes that there's there's three more. Right, because she, 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 she's she, been uh, watching the seismic things all over well, town. She goes and checks the other graphs, and she's like, okay, so if this one is this one, that means there are three more of these things. Yeah, because it's like they triggered three times at the same time in different yeah. locations. Right, and so they're like, all right, well, fuck, we got to get the hell up out of here. So she says, well, my truck is just over there beyond those rocks. <clears throat> and um, is, is that when they, like, yeah, they, they start they, make for well, it? Well, they start running. They start, like, going towards the truck, and then they realize that one of them's chasing them. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, so they, like, they get up on the, the boulder, yeah. yeah. And they end up, like, staying the night on the boulder. Yeah, and, they, and then they, they sort of, like, get the idea, okay, this is how uh, old Edgar was killed. Because you know they he trapped him up there, on yeah. the rock. So after like a few hours, he goes down. And he starts tapping on the uh, the sand with a with a board, and boom, there they Grabs are, it. hanging out the whole time. And and then she's a scientist, even though she's a, well, she's a seismologist. So I guess this is her field. Realizes that they're standing on the boulders, and every every sound they make is is perfectly conducted through the, the boulder, boulder into yeah. the sand, and that's why they're how they hunt. It's based on that sound. And they get a great idea to pole vault to the other boulders next to them because, like, her truck right. is parked next to one of the boulders, mm -hmm. like, a, like 10, 12 boulders away. I never thought about this either until I was watching it this time. Is like, where did all these perfect poles come from? Yeah, why, yeah, why, there was like a, just a bunch of wood sitting next to one of these boulders. Like, yeah, perfect. So, like, uh, like sticks. They're yeah. long, like, uh, like uh, so, circumference of a, I don't know, a 12 ounce can. They're fucking pole vaulting. It, it, it looks yeah. like a bamboo rod almost. Uh, they, they could, I, the only yeah. thing I could think it could be was you know how they do a lot of uh, uh, fence work out there, they could post be. hole digging, but even it's just leftovers. But even that kind of I don't, I don't know I don't know I don't know it's just convenience because plot yeah. Uh, they do a pole vaulting. There's a kind of a '90s montage. I should have grabbed the music. I didn't. Yeah, it. it's so '90s. It's, uh, <laughs> very. It's like I made the thing. It's very Northern Exposure kind of. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's kind of like an organ to it or something, yeah, doesn't it? It's just kind of fun. They pull vault. They get to the truck. Um, they <coughs> kind of escape. Like they all jump in at once. And the worms already has already been following them pole vaulting. Yeah, and uh, the worms are kind of trying to attack them. Rhonda sticks her head through the back of like the the truck window, and starts, starts the up. car, and she's like driving with her hand on the gas. And <laughs> Kevin Bacon throws a fucking punch and punches oh, one of yeah, the <laughs> punches one of the, the tentacle mouths. Uh, and they drive away pretty much. Uh, they get back at Walter's. Um, uh, yeah, this is where Walter wants to name them. That's where they're coming up with. He's the, like graboids. Yeah. Forget the damn name, Walter. <laughs> Uh, Val figures out they're coming for the town, um, and he, they, he's like, hey, you know, we should head to the mountains, because they, they're, mm -hmm. like, doing the tracking and stuff. They're like, yeah. Uh, Melvin does another Melvin, fucking yep, prank. I was about to say, this is when uh, Val even points out, he's like, look, th this is where they killed uh, uh, Fred, and this, this is where they got the, those those two poor bastards. Um, this is so-and-so's place, and we're right, right here. here. Yeah. It's like, this town is just one big smorgasbord. And... Uh, they yell at Melvin for just being a douche. Melvin's mm -hmm. uh, 
playing with his basketball outside. His basketball, he's like, <laughs> and it's gone. Yeah. And he screams, and they're like, God damn it, what now? Like, I'm going to kick that kid's ass. Yeah. He's and like, I'm going to help you. <laughs> yeah. And Melvin's like up a pole, you yeah. know, like on the flagpole. Like, Melvin, like, get your. And then they find out the trimmers are in town. They're in town, and everybody runs back into the store, and, and that would have been. Not well, I guess it is it's not really everybody, know. but it's a good amount of people running to the store, yeah. And um, they can they can hear like it's moving around underneath all the buildings, trying to figure out the buildings. I think they're safe for the moment in the buildings. Um, and there's something everybody's like whispering and being very quiet, yeah, they're being very quiet. And then we figure out that uh, Mindy is on her pogo stick, mm-hmm. and she's like listening to music or something, she can't yeah. hear anything. And uh, Val like fucking tackles the shit out of this little kid, and then her pogo stick gets yeah. sucked under. Uh, this so that was like I said second trimmer uh chases Rhonda. Oh yeah, she gets stuck in the bob wire, remember? Oh yeah, this is yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh Val's like, you know, take your pants off. So yeah. They actually didn't rehearse that scene so that her, her reaction would have been genuine to, oh, really? to him asking. She's like, her what to the hell? Like, oh, okay. So you get you get a little panty action there and yeah. uh, <laughs> it's it, I don't think it's meant for the It's uh, not. For it, the uh, for the spectacle of it all, but uh, yeah, they take it, off Rhonda's pants. They all go back to the store. They're all quiet. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also this ice machine and Walters that it's the, got a faulty compressor, faulty bearing or, or something. something. It, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a callback because earlier, yeah, it's like grr, 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 grr. yeah, actually because they're odd jobs dudes. He's like fix the thing, and he's like yeah, we'll get to it later. And 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 it, I like that too because it everyone forgets about it, even you as the viewer. Yeah, and then it goes off, and they're like oh, oh fuck shit. no, and then yeah, they tackle it, they unplug it, and they're like. <sighs> and then boom, yeah, the fucking fucking graboid trimmer comes, comes through, through, the, floor, through the floor, eats Walter, Walter, eats Walter dead. right away. Yeah, that he, was that was probably one of the scenes I remember watching as a kid and thinking, "Holy shit!" Oh, when it eats Walter, did you see him? Yeah, getting pulled in, and I was like, "God damn!" I also didn't realize that. Um, uh, well, okay, well, this shot when they filmed it, that was a full size like front half of a of a worm that they like ran up this rigging like a almost like a. Like a roller coaster style rigging, yeah, yeah, and then boom, they break through the floor. They did it in like one take, but every other shot you see of like one traveling like through the deserts or sand or it you coming know coming up. through Bert's wall, those are miniatures, and they're really really elaborate miniatures. Yeah, you were watching that at the that. house. That was I yeah. didn't even think that. I was like, I didn't Whoa. either. I mean, great it, job on those miniatures. It's fantastic. Yeah, I never uh, th- my entire life I thought it was uh, they were like large animatronic uh, puppets and shit. Uh, all three trimmers are there. Um, one of them is called Stumpy because it's the one that uh, the guy is the tentacle the ripped, off, tentacle ripped off. But they're they're pretty much demolishing the floor. Um, everyone heads to the roof, but they're, mm-hmm. they're they're trying to climb on top of like the store's uh, shelves, shelves, shelving and stuff. unit. Yeah. So a lot of people get up there. Rhonda kind of gets stuck. The shelves start she gets bumped out of tower. Yeah, after it they starts domino. like domino effect. Yeah, yeah, she she gets kicked through the window pretty much. She goes and chills on the water tower. Uh, Melvin's still outside. He gets on top of like the roof of some. Fucking rickety shack. He was like, it's like an outhouse or something. Um, everyone's on their roofs. Bert and Heather, uh, they pull up to their house, yeah. which is like their bunker, pretty much. Um, and yeah, this is where I noticed the Uzi for you thing. Yeah, I uh, think this is actually the only shot for it. I, I just mentioned yeah. it kind of early. Um, Bert's talking to Val on the CB radio, like, "What's going on?" Blah blah. blah. And he's like, "And he, they're under they're the ground." And he's like. <laughs> And then at this time, Heather, you know, because they're in their basement, and she starts, what, what she's doing, she puts a bunch of shell casings in mm-hmm. the thing. It's called cleaning the shells before you repack them. Oh, is that what that is? Okay, yeah. I was going to ask you if you knew what that was. Yeah, my dad has it because um, he repacks shells. So when you're, if you're going to... It's gonna, like a bunch of sand or something. Yeah, there, right? it basically it just, clean, it just cleans out all the grits. Scours them or something? Yeah, it just cleans them up. 
polishes them pretty much. Um, and it's really noisy. <laughs> yeah. And so all the worms that are in town hear, hear that. This. Yeah, and, and they, they start immediately going. going towards Bert and Heather's joint. And, and they're then, and they're in the, like an underground rec room too, because their whole house has like been uh, like fortified for World War Three. I, I almost got the clip of him saying like five years, the food, water, water uh, underground monster, yeah. water filtration system. He uh, the, <laughs> the the trimmer breaks through the basement wall, um, and this, this is a great this scene. is a great scene. They basically turn around, and then you see Bert and Heather's gun wall, which has got like every gun known to man on it, and they're just oh, they're going. At, you see Reba McIntyre just it's going super at, cool. She's dual wielding handguns, and they're just yeah. they're blasting everything they can at at this thing. Then um, I, I said multiple guns. She shoots a flare at shoots it. a flare into the mouth, yeah. and then finally Bert's like fuck this shit. He gets and he, this double he gets barrel his giant elephant is gun. That, what that is yeah, it's massive. Um, and he brings it down, and that's kind of where we get that that clip, which we kind of played earlier. But here I'll play it. Again. Broke into the wrong goddamn rec room, didn't you, you bastard? We killed it. You got that? We killed that mother humper. Come back. <laughs> uh, Roger that, Bert, and uh, congratulations. Be advised, however, there are two more. Repeat, two more mother humpers. I like I, like, I love <laughs> this humpers. line too because I always thought he said motherfuckers. Uh, and, and in fact, he did originally. Uh, this movie, believe it or not, is PG thirteen. It is, and uh, it originally was going to get an R rating um, because of the language, not so much like the the gore, or the creature effects. There's yeah, not really a lot of blood or anything in it. No, no. very not really much. I think it, 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 you know, it survives on the strength of the uh, the imagery with the monsters and shit. But um, you can actually see when we were watching this, I was wondering, was that an overdub? Because when he says "mother humper," it looks like he's saying "motherfucker." Maybe they probably did it because they did. They Got went back, back and in. changed um, "mother hump, motherfucker" to "mother humper," and at the end, when he says "can you fly, sucker? Can you fly, you sucker?" Yeah, he says, you, can you, you fly, fly, you fucker? fucker. Yeah. Um, and there, and and so that means the only one or two. There's only one f bomb is when when they kill it in the ravine or in that uh, canal. The fuck you. And he's like, "Fuck you," and. I guess because it was such a big f bomb that I always thought there were more in the movie. Well, PG thirteen, you're allowed to have one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I know that, but uh, I, I I was surprised today reading. Oh, this is a PG thirteen movie because I don't know. It doesn't feel like a modern day PG thirteen. Yeah, movie. and it's weird to think also this year it's it's its thirtieth anniversary this month. Is it? Oh yeah, January. Yes. Yeah. yeah, 1990. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Shit, crazy. Um. Bert's trying, like, because the other two are, are trying to surround Bert's house. He's trying to, he's up on the roof and he's trying to shoot through the ground. Yeah. But it's not working pretty at all. He can't do it. Yeah. There's a line here that <laughs> I like. Or what, no, one of them. There's another one out there. The second trimmer is, is, is still, is still in, in the perfection. In perfection. You remember, like, t- moving the foundation of the houses. It's like learning. Yeah. It's learning shit and starting to shift the, the, the ground. They're apparently pretty smart. Um, my friend I worked with at Outback, his name's Philip Thompson. He's been waiting for us to do this one. <laughs> and uh, we, we would always like throw movie quotes or just dumb jokes at each other throughout work, you know, during the shift just to, you know, stave off boredom or keep ourselves from going crazy. And one of his lines he'd always throw out is like, you didn't get penetration, that's with the elephant gun or whatever. He would always say that one to me because that's what Reba said. <laughs> so I hope, Phil, when you read this one, you're going to enjoy it and this makes you smile. Uh, this yeah starts. Did I say read this? Listen read this, to this. Yeah, read this. Listen, to, listen this. to this. Read it. Listen. Whatever you feel, boys. Read with your ears. 
Um, there's another character named Nestor. He's really not that important to the plot. Yeah, he's barely there. Barely there. He falls off his house, and this is, I said this was my favorite part, because I really remember yeah. this as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, he, he falls off his house, and they're like, Nestor, go somewhere, and he basically sits on top of, like, a big tractor tire. He just sits in a tire. A like tire. he's going tubing. Yeah, and they're like, no, and then he... he he's like, no, no, Nestor, that's gets, not good enough. He gets sucked <laughs> under, and you can, and then it goes to, like, that cam... Like the running cam mm -hmm. close to the ground, and you can hear him screaming underneath. All the way. You hear him. Yeah, I just yeah. I remember that as a kid going like, "That's great." I always wondered, <laughs> like, how can you hear his scream? It's like in Mortal Kombat three, whenever you when somebody gets a fatality and their body splits into a million pieces, and you can still hear him. Like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> like, where's their voice coming from? Uh, one of the trimmer that's over by Bird's house destroys his truck. Um, uh huh. So they kind of figure out this idea that, you know, we're going to, we should use the bulldozer, but it's so far away and they're going to pull like a big long mm -hmm. trailer because the bulldozer is massive. Like there's no way they can bring it down. Right. Um, the roof of the store starts collapsing, but they decide to use Walter's uh, loud ass riding lawnmower. Yeah. Miguel's like, start him up. Yeah. Let them chase him on over if they like that noise. <laughs> What's that actor's name? Uh, Did you get that? Miguel's actor? Look that up. While, while yeah. About. It's Gennaro. Tony Gennaro. Yeah. Because he, he was in a he was in a couple other ones and he's been a. In a Pretty good amount of movies, I feel. Tony Gennaro. Yeah, he looks familiar. Oh, man, he passed away in 2014. I didn't know that. That's sad. Oh, uh, the, the Walter Chang guy, uh, he died in 01, I think. He, he died a while back, yeah. He yeah. was in, uh, let's see. Uh, he was also in Hearts, Hearts and Souls and Speechless. Well, so I guess he worked with this director a lot. He was in The Mask of Zorro, Mighty Joe Young also. That's where I remember from, The Mask of Zorro. Um, he came back for Tremors 3. He was in World Trade Center. 2006 and the soloist and he was also in la bamba okay i like la bamba nice um they start the mower up they kind of you know jerry rig it so it won't turn and it just goes so they all start chasing it mm -hmm. um the mower and, and so uh earl and fucking val decide to do again yeah rock, paper, rock scissors paper scissors to see who's gonna run to get the bulldozer he's like now listen to me i'm older and i'm wise yeah, like, yeah well you're earl half wins yeah and then val just kind of Kind of elbows him in the yeah. solar plex and then starts running. Uh, the mower falls over and stalls, so it gets real quiet. Mm -hmm. And they start chasing Val, and so he stands like perfectly still. Mm -hmm. And then they realize, oh, if you stand real still, it can't, it can't find, find you. you. Yeah. Um. So the little fucking tentacle things, like, yeah, that was cool. That was a tense moment because it kept like slipping under his foot, and he and he's pressed like, his heel down, and he then wow, They all start making noise to distract him. Mm -hmm. Um, I think at one point, Rhonda, because she's on the water tower, she breaks the water tower pipe, so the water starts yeah. hitting the ground, making a lot of noise for them. That is a great... I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up, because yeah, that yeah. Was, was a really good uh, um, point about the uh, the worm's uh, mythology, is there's, there's a video out there that sort of like plays like a like a 1960s nature sort of uh, documentary, uh, but, but like a... What am I looking for? Like an animated sort of, uh, uh, almost like a nuclear, you know, video. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. What to do when yeah. you're attacked by a worm? Yeah. And okay. they, <laughs> nah, 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 yeah. anyway, they um, they say if you ever caught on a rock, um, stay put until they they either leave, which they won't do, or uh, hope for rain. Because when it rains, They'll, it throws them all off and they run away. That's smart. Yeah. I'd like to see that. So it's like the 1940s. Well, everyone, welcome to the yeah. How to Escape a Nuclear Holocaust. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, <laughs> there's all kinds of like stuff about tremors out there. Like I, I, I could have, I could be here for days telling you about it, but I, I, I encourage everybody to go out there and look up all the all the wonderful stuff that comes that surrounds this. You're thinking of like a cartoon 
PSA. There it is. There you go. Boy, PSA. my brain is off today. You're good. I was trying to think because uh, me doing that voice reminded me of a Mystery Science Theater short where they yeah. talk about Puerto Rico. It's like, welcome to Progress Island. Sort of like the... the, uh, the, the Shit you would watch in school. The like, Pip-Boy videos from Fallout. Yeah, He was like, exactly. what to do when encountering a ghoul? <laughs> yeah. 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 Those, uh, that shit. They end, Val gets the do, the the bulldozer all set up. Um, Val saves everybody. They all hop in. They're doop doop doop, and they're off. And there's there's they're heading to Bert. Triumphant music. Yeah, and we great. And they pick up Bert and Heather. They're making pipe bombs on their roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they got like, a lot of guns. And they're like, should I bring this one? Should I bring like, that and they're one? They're like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and the worms are starting to like uh, burrow underneath the uh, tractor. So yeah. they're like, fucking get in. And that's the clip I didn't get is Bert, as they're leaving, you know, he's looking at his house. He's like, five years, uh, enough food for five yeah. years, enough water, sustainable water energy, water system, air filtration yeah. system. And all ruined by, what is it, underground monsters. Goddamn underground. <laughs> Monsters, uh, yeah. As they're 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 going, there's no sign of the trimmers. You can kind of see them like they like they almost do like a whale through yeah. the sand. Yeah, there's like weird, uh, like they're breathing or something, or it's just air pockets going through. In uh in uh yeah, it, you know what? In fact, it is. I was watching air something pockets be- is that be- what it is? because okay. science. You know that show because science. Yeah, well, that guy was like he was actually talking about the sandworms of Dune, mm-hmm. uh, but he also talked about graboids and he'd say one of the ways that re, you know realistically for a creature like this to make its way underground swimming quote unquote would be because they would have to create pockets of air that would go through the sand or the or the loose soil that allows it to be very fluid mm-hmm. so uh, it would make sense why like would come out puffs yeah. of it would, would come up and in fact in dune it's called a uh, worm sign worm sign yeah oh, we have worm sign so it's uh, like the fin on a shark. Yeah, shark. Doo, doo. <laughs> uh, you kind of see them in the distance, and they're like, well, they're not bothering us. And then they start saying, stop, stop, stop. And then they fall into a giant trench because yeah. the worms are smart. They dug like a big-ass hole. So the whole bulldozer just upends into the, uh, mm-hmm. the Down thing. into like a, like, a, it's like a sinkhole. Yeah, a sinkhole that they basically yeah. built. Um, they start... It, they throw a bomb. Bert throws a bomb at one point, mm-hmm. and it scares. They figure out it scares yeah. the trimmers away because it's so loud. It's a concussive blast yeah. that really, like you know, uh, throws them off and disorients them, and gives them time to to run to their nearest refuge. Yeah, they which have to go is to a pile a, of rocks. A pile of rocks. And uh, I remember Melvin's like, you know, earlier, can I get a gun? He's like, I'd never give you a gun. And yeah. then I would give like, you a gun if it was World War Three. Yeah. And Melvin's like, I'm not running. And then Bert's like, hey, you run with this. Why don't yeah, you handle like a handgun? Didn't I, even check it. He just like yeah, just, just held it. They start. They're booking it towards the boulders. And I think Melvin at one point tries, tries to, to shoot it. And he's like, son of a bitch, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, got uh, you moving, didn't it? <laughs> they make it to the rock, and everyone's kind of bickering back and forth with each other, like they've had enough. Well, that's that's because. Uh, Val and Earl start to say, well, I guess we're stuck here now. And uh, Yeah, and Bert's pissed. He's like, why the fuck did you pick me yeah. up? I could have stayed I mean, in my house. You two screw-ups yeah. haul us way the hell out here. <laughs> uh, they decide to go fishing with the mm-hmm. bombs. So and it, it, One of them works. Yeah. One of them works. There's only two left at this point. Right? Yeah. Uh, three. There's three left. No, uh, Bert and Heather killed one in their record. Oh, I, I thought you meant the bombs. Oh, yeah, no, no. no, no there's only they have t- a whole bag full, yeah. but it's, it's the second one they yeah. use that fucks off the, yeah, the so supply. They, they, uh, they, they throw the thing on, eats the bomb, and it fucking explodes. It rains like worm juices. Yeah, which would later become like a kind of a staple of the series is blowing them up and then raining their shit And it's it's really like orange. It looks like a... I remember like I watched this movie, and I think I was eating a Hot Pocket at the time or Uh something, like a pizza Hot Pocket, and I looked down, and it kind of looked like the same 
kind of color. I'm like, mm. I, I, this is another part of the the making of where they were talking about how they made the the, the goop. goop that yeah. rains down on them. More, like in addition to the slime, they used uh, um, pantyhose and they'd fill it with uh, this, this sort of like chemical uh, compound, non toxic shit that they use for you know for special effects yeah. makeup and stuff. Uh, and they would fill it the pantyhose with it, so it would kind of look like. Um, entrails or, or intestines, and they would they would fill up these other like pocket things with uh, bits of like um, uh, pumpkin pie filling and shit. That's because of the the <laughs> orange, orange color, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what they made all the the innards out of. That's awesome. So yeah, he, they kill another one. There's only one left, and the one left is Mr. Stumpy. It's Stumpy, yeah, it's Stumpy. A smart one. And all the uh, all the like lead monsters also all to have all have to have a name. It appears because it's like stripe. And gremlins. Yeah, exactly. You know. Stumpy in this. Stumpy. Um, they try it again with Stumpy. Stumpy takes the bomb and then spits, spits it, it out like out. the generator. Mm-hmm. And it lands on the rocks. They all kind of dive for dear life and yeah. it explodes. Well, the, the bomb lands on the bag of other bombs. Oh, oh is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, I think I was looking down. Yeah. Well, they, Val still had one in his hand. He yes. kept it in his hand when he dove away from this this last blast. And uh, and because it lands on the bag, it just blows, blows the up. whole fucking thing sky high. Everyone's like scattered throughout on the sand and they like get back on the fucking rocks. What are you doing way the hell out there? Well, yeah, Earl, Val, and Rhonda, they're stuck in the sand on land. Yeah. Um, Val decides to run. He's got a plan. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to run. I got a well, plan. Well, they realize, well, one's, one's chilling right there between them and the rock. And yeah. It's sort of daring them. And know, he's like, so. fuck it. So he runs. Earl runs with them. And then. Rhonda, Rhonda realizes she, she, she has the, the lighter, lighter so yeah. she runs. So they're all fucking running, and uh, they 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 run all the way up to the cliff edge from mm-hmm. the very beginning of the movie where he's taking a piss. Mm-hmm. Run up to the cliff edge, and then he lights the bomb. And when mm-hmm. he throws it, Earl's like, "You threw it too far," and he's like, "No." So when the bomb explodes, mm-hmm. uh, the worm goes supersonic. Yeah, he's much. like, "Oh shit!" Because it tries to jump away from, or it's it's swimming away from the blast because it fucking freaks it out, which forces it through the. Uh, cliff wall and uh it blasts through the cliff wall and hits the ground and this is kind of a, a little end clip for that yeah! can you fly you sucker can you just suddenly hit me, you know. Stampede. (laughs) (laughs) The end music there, that doo-doo-doo, kind of reminds me of, like, the Shire. Oh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. That's that's how, like, disparate, like, the two different uh, music stylings were. Like, one was, had, like... Woodwinds and the other one's like real twangy and western. Uh, the pretty much it fades out. You see that Earl and Val they're leaving. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhonda is gonna stay and do some research. Uh, there's some awkward tension between Val and Rhonda, and then finally, you know, Rhonda's like walking away, and Earl's like, "Come on, motherfucker!" <laughs> and Val runs up. And yeah, 
he's like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And then they kiss, and yeah. that's the end of the movie. You got the moment, yeah. yeah. And I, there was an alternate ending to it as well, um, but I, I think, again, with test audiences, they said they liked the idea that the the sort of budding romance uh, through the movie wouldn't have like a, a payoff by the mm. end. I guess that works for the movie, too. Yeah, and so that's it, man. Yeah, uh, uh, awesome, awesome movie. Did you have any other trivia? I got, I got a bit a here. Bit? I was going to talk a little bit about uh, the writer and, and um, the uh, the concept. Now, I, I didn't write a lot of this stuff down. I didn't have time to, to do a whole lot again because I've been feeling sick. So I'm just going to kind of read from Wikipedia a little bit about the production and the reception. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so the concept of Tremors was originally conceived in the early 1980s when writers S.S. Wilson and Brent Maddock uh, were working for the United States Navy as filmmakers in charge of creating educational safety videos. While getting footage, the two climbed a very large desert boulder and asked the question, what if there was something that wouldn't let us off this rock? Causing the two to later come up with the idea dubbed Land Sharks. Uh, they shared their idea with a friend, Ron Underwood, who was working with National Geographic as a documentary director and used his knowledge of zoology to better develop the land sharks into creatures that could realistically exist. After their script for Short Circuit became a major box office hit, Wilson and Maddock be quickly began shopping around their idea for Tremors. The name Land Sharks was changed due to the then-popular Saturday, uh, Saturday Night Live sketch featuring a character of the same name. Uh, the original screenplay titled Beneath Perfection was finished in June of 1988. Um, so filming, when filming began in early 1989, it took uh, over the course of about 50 days. Um, Principal photography took place around the Lone Pine, California, and the isolated community of Darwin, California, which the crew liked due to its uncanny similarities to the fictional town of Perfection, Nevada, the town which was entirely set... Uh, I'm sorry. The town... All right. I said it right. Sorry. <laughs> I said it right. The town, which was entirely a set, was built near Olancha or Olanca, California, however to pronounce that. Uh, the mountains in the distance are the Sierra Nevada, and Owens Lake can be seen in the background during the film's climax. Uh, the creature for Tremors was designed by Amalgamated Dynamics. The full-scale graboid scene after being dug up by Val was cast in a lightweight foam, and it was placed in a trench, then buried and dug up again to achieve the desired used effect. Bert's elephant gun is an uh, 8-gauge darn shotgun, well, it was rented from a private collector for use in the film. It fired uh, dummy cartridges custom made from solid brass rod stock. And I think I mentioned this before with uh, composer Ernest Troost's musical score for the film was uh, mo went mostly unused and the studio thought it was uh, too goofy and cut most of it. Later hiring composer Robert Folk to create a new score that was more serious and action-y. Uh, despite his contributions, Folk ultimately went uncredited. Um, Tremors was set for a November 1989 release. Uh, however, the MPAA gave the film an R rating due to language, and the creators decided at the last minute to make the film more commercially viable, and over 20 or so uses of the word fuck were either cut or redubbed with softer words. Examples include Can You Fly You Sucker and We Killed That Mother Humper, among several others. The film was pushed back to allow more time for editing, and the film was eventually released on January of 1990 with a PG-13 rating. Uh, Wilson and Maddox later stated that they were happy with the decision to make Tremors appeal to a family audience, although I don't know if I'd call this a family movie unless, you know, you're... I, I could be a family movie. Kids are over movie. 12, yeah. perhaps. I, I mean, I, I think I probably saw this when I was probably about 10. 
let's see. You already you already mentioned what it opened against. Yep. Uh, so Tremors was hailed by critics uh, for its diverse cast of humor. Uh, the film holds a fresh rating of 85% in the review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes. Um, we mentioned Mr. Ebert's take on it. Um, let's see. Uh, while only a modest hit at the box office, Tremors did go on to become a massive hit on home video purchases, rentals, and on television, which is usually where I would see it. I didn't. I didn't see it till I. I, I, I saw it on, on TV. Mine was on TV. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw it on Monster Vision with Joe Bob Briggs. Remember that one on TNT on Saturday nights? Possibly. Oh, man, I love that shit. Um, I, I've seen the second one more than I've seen the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah. You have mentioned that. Yeah. I've I've seen the first two the most. In fact, I think I've only ever seen the other I haven't seen four any others of the other ones. I have once. Just one and two. They're terrible. <laughs> uh, <coughs> one and two do enough. In fact, I think this is the kind of movie that could probably benefit from a remake. Um, they tried to reboot the television series again, uh, and there was a television series originally in 2003 as well, um, and then a fourth movie in 2004, and I'll, I'll list off the entire series here in just a minute. So because of its, uh, you know, its reception in the home video market, it became, it became a huge uh, cult hit, and has a cult following still to this day. They're still making movies, um, Graboids being uh, one of the... Um, more popular movie creatures uh, to, uh, you know, to endure. And uh, I think that's about all I have for uh, the reception. Uh, do you got anything interesting over there, bud? Uh, as far as reception, I already talked about the Roger Ebert thing. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I kind of mentioned that at the beginning. Uh, I do want to rate it. Do you want to rate it? Yeah, give it a rating, bro. I'm doing three ducks. Three ducks? Solid three. I'm going to give it four only because it it's one of those movies that I, I can I never get tired of. And that I've loved since about the age of eight. It's got that. It's, it's one the, of those hits perfect, the nostalgia bone for you. Yeah, it's a perfect movie, start to finish. It's real simple too. You know, it never takes itself like too serious. It knows when to have fun. Um, it's really great effects, and it's. I think it's a pretty rewarding movie because like they never even really explain like where the animals come from, uh, if they're extraterrestrial or you know. I, th I think at one point in the movie they kind of talk about like maybe it's radiation or something like that. Well, I remember in the second movie, don't don't they expand on that in the second movie where the one lady's like, oh, they're pre-Cambrian, and he's like, I always thought they were from outer space. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like they 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 just been they've been living out there. They were awoken or something. Mm -hmm. um, Four we ducks. Do, yeah. We we do have a new section that we're doing um, because we do have a critic now. That's part of mm. our Patreon. Uh, he sends us uh, money every month, and one of his perks is that he gets to leave a review of the movie. Yes. And uh, uh, do we just call him Voy Pronto, I guess? Yeah, this is uh, my friend uh, Voy Pronto, uh, also known as Jared Temple. He's a, uh, a wonderful, eccentric guy um, with, with a unique um, perspective on life. And so I, I will thoroughly enjoy this. And uh so he, here's a little little thing. I kind of want to play a little critic music that I chose and then we'll just yeah, go we'll right into, into his it. his thing. I watched all six iterations of the Tremors, and I can tell you this, it's not good. 
not good to be trapped in a valley. It's not good to be alone. It's not good to want a sexy woman. You need to be okay with yourself. You need to be open to the universe and let everything happen because you're going to be eaten. One way or the other, the big worm is going to come and it's going to get you. And the only thing that you need to know is that it's going to hurt more if you fight it. So whether it's a sandworm from Beetlejuice or a graboid from Tremors or a dune godworm, you just got to let it happen. Also, Booker's is the best bourbon that you could drink. <laughs> That's our critic. I like it. He's on uh, <laughs> What did he say? Oh, man. Booker's is the best bourbon to drink. I think he and I uh, knocked back quite a few uh, Booker's in Alaska once upon a time. Uh, <laughs> he mentioned the godworm. Uh, and that, I think that's a reference to, well, I, I, I know it's a reference to Leto II, the god emperor of Dune. <laughs> He's a, a half man, half worm hybrid. That's wacky. Who lives for a good 1500 years as the emperor of the known universe before he is killed. And each pearl of his existence is uh, released into the body of a tiny little maker. That goes out and remakes the desert planet Arrakis. I want to know what kind of drugs Frank Herbert was doing. <laughs> well, I I think that's really about it. Uh, I, I do want to say this: our next, uh, we're not really doing a movie next week. We're no. doing we're doing something a little <clears throat> different. Zach and I have been kind of tossing around this idea, and yeah. we're doing something called a duck dive. Yes, and uh, that's a phrase that Mister Fish came up with. Aha! Uh-huh. And uh, what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna be answering questions and and not by like our lives questions, but Mm -hmm. about movies. So it could be Mm -hmm. something where uh, I would ask a question like, what's your favorite, uh, what's not your favorite movie? Cause that's really too hard to ask, but right. A little more specific. Like what's your guilty uh, pleasure movie or like uh, best death scene in a film. And and we're going to just have some fun. And we'll actually, we'll actually, we're going to write all this stuff down and, we we'll even have clips mm-hmm. of certain things, and I, th- I think it'll be a little different because you get to see uh, my personality and Fish's yeah, personality we, we come get out. To be a little more, uh, we, a little more diverse, and we can talk about movie movies talk. that yeah. don't fit our criteria. So we get totally. to kind of get out. And this is not something that's going to be every month. It'll be something every three months or so, yeah. like that, just to kind of break up the uh, the monotony, the monotony of just just talking about some wacky movies. And this one, we can talk about a crap ton of movies. You bet. Um, other than that. Enjoy your Saturday, folks, and uh, enjoy your January. Hopefully, you're staying warm and all that jazz. Uh, I'm Josh. I have been Fish, and uh, next week, hopefully, I'll be a whole lot healthier. And uh, y'all take care of yourselves. Peace, love, rock, and roll.